Hey there, Ramble Force. Chris Gamble here from the Digital Ramble, and I'm joined as always by JJ Cannon in Houston, Texas. Hey, man. Gamble, Ramble, how are you doing, my good friend? I am so excited. Episode 99. <laughs> we have we have won away from from the big century of episodes. Um, it's been a journey, mate. We've we've been looking at the figures today and over the weekend, and podcast is firing on all cylinders. Absolutely, mate. And today we are talking about moving home. I know that you got a big move coming up potentially. I know y'all are talking about possibly doing that and. You know, this is a great topic to talk about. I know that we deal with moving all the time. Yeah, it's a big part of, of our businesses that we are always dealing with either it's existing customers moving home or it's new customers. And that home move is a, is a catalyst to reach out to their, to their local home tech pro because they might want to invest in new technology or they might have purchased a home or moved into a home that's got pre-existing technology so that moving of home is is, is a consistent theme in in our businesses yeah man you know one thing that i used to tell my clients is is they were they would always say jay you know what do i do with this equipment that i have and as my business model and solutions have changed so as the answer to that question and in the past i used to say I just leave it behind. You, you don't want to take outdated equipment with you. It's kind of like your, your dad's speakers that he kind of you know, lugged along all through college and, and he still has them 30 years later to, to now it's fashionable and uh, financially feasible as well as, you know, the way that our devices that you and I talk about updatable to where, yeah, man, Take those things with you. Move with them. Yeah, we're not we're not seeing a lot left behind uh, anymore. Whereas, yes, previous installations you'd see a, a rack full of equipment left behind. Um, you know, leave your business card for the new person moving in. Um, you know, speakers would be installed into the wall, into the ceiling. So there's no way you're taking them with you because they're very much part of the fabric of that building. But now where you're, you're taking obviously the television with you, you're taking the sound bar, the wireless subwoofer, the, the rear surround speakers, the Wi-Fi equipment that connects into your, your, your router at the new location, your new home, um, your, your security devices, cameras, doorbells, they're all personal to you and they can be reinstalled at your new property. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just you, you kind of uh, went over it there, Gamble. When a lot of our clients uh, buy into the solutions, our silo solutions that we talk about, they also improve their wireless mesh network. And that mesh network has its own SSID uh, as well as a password. And one of the hurdles that I've seen clients have is that They'll, they'll take their system to their new home. They'll set up their mesh network and everything works uh, fantastic, except for some reason there's little glitches and what uh, in, in their network, like communication is just not like it used to be. 
And one of the challenges that, I, that I've seen clients and, and just them not understanding how the systems work uh, is, is that they name their new router the same SSID and password as what they have on their mesh network, causing there to be a conflict sometimes in the IP address uh, and, and causing a, a confusion of the devices not knowing what to connect to. And so just a little uh, word of wisdom, if this, if you are moving and you get a new router, do not name it the same SSID and password as what you had at your old house because your mesh network that you have already retains that same information. And as soon as you start plugging your devices back in, it's automatically going to pick up that old SSID uh, username and, and password and you'll be up and running. Did I explain that correctly, uh, Gamble? Or can you enlighten our listeners a little bit more clearly on what I'm trying to, trying to explain? I think what happens often is you move into a new home, you often get a new internet provider. You might change providers to a different broadband company and you're going to get a new router and it's going to have a distinctive network name and long 12, 15, 16 digit password stuck on the bottom of the router. And you think, Oh, I need to change that to match my Wi-Fi system. Stop. Leave that as it is. If anything, try and turn off that Wi-Fi. Leave all the Wi-Fi heavy lifting to your Wi-Fi system. That's its job. Don't confuse the devices like your phones, your tablets, your smart TVs, your printers, your smart home devices. They won't know who to talk to. So turn off the Wi-Fi or rename, uh, or not even, don't rename it at all. Just turn off the Wi-Fi on your router. Let your mesh wi-fi system do the do the hard work yeah and, and whenever you do that and you start connecting let's say your smart speakers or your video doorbells or your co2 sensors when you start when you've taken those devices from one house and you install them and place them into your new home because you've as well as uh connected your mesh network they all start finding each other again and it's pretty much your your devices don't even realize that you're in a new new property. It, it's it's the simple uh, the 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 setup is so much easier and simpler the second go round. Yeah. So an example of of that, you know, we've done a few house moves actually in the last six or seven weeks, but one in particular was a was a full null system. So they had uh, Nest doorbell cameras. Uh, amplify mesh Wi-Fi system, Sonos soundbar speakers, uh, Nest smoke detectors, and we uninstalled them at their old house, packed it all away neatly, organized in you know room by room, making sure things weren't left behind like remote controls. They're always the ones you, you find everything but the remote control normally when you move house or the charger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we we packed everything away and then moved to the new property a couple of days later, uh, started to unbox their equipment and there was a different broadband router there. The internet provider had changed. We just connected up the main mesh router, the amplify router to it, added the extenders for the Wi Fi, found a position for those. 
that established the Wi-Fi immediately. So the customer's phone was immediately straight on, tablets, um, the kids' mobile devices as well were immediately connected. And then room by room, device by device, we just reinstated the doorbell went at the front door. The camera went at front and rear of the property. The smoke detectors, we took out the, the dumb detectors and put in the smart. As soon as we powered them up, because we'd established the Wi-Fi first, all the devices saw that familiar network name, they know the password, and before you knew it, the network was populated again with 30 plus devices, uh, and, and the customers saw minimum disruption, and, and as they opened their apps, they saw all their familiar devices, scenes, feedback, notifications. Yeah, it's like it had the, the technology hadn't missed a step, nor does the client need to relearn, you know, their system because they're very familiar with how it already operates and, and the devices pretty much stay the same. It's also a fantastic opportunity for, because the clients are actually saving money by being able to take those devices and reapply them. And now they can actually expand their system with doing other things, maybe they might want to add some lighting control or some shading uh, or blinds there in the house, or maybe some irrigation control out in the garden. They may have moved to a larger house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Might need some more cameras or a little bit more audio for the house for sure. But you're not having that. to buy twice. I love that. And, you know, also gamble, the cool thing about the silo solutions uh, that, that we always talk about, the nulls and the keeping it reels, uh, is that they stay current with through firmware updates. And so although you might have a, a device for several years, and let's say you, you have to keep it in storage for six to eight months before you're actually into your new house, you pull out, you plug it up to the network, just like what we're talking about, you hit firmware update, where most of them automatically do a firmware update. It's like you got the latest and greatest gear in your home. Yeah, again, just drawing on recent scenarios, we did have a customer with equipment in storage and that was their, their Sonos music system. And when we boxed it all up, everything was running on the original Sonos app. Upon unboxing, it prompts us to say, there's a Sonos S2 update available for for these products and we updated the the play bar uh, the the play one uh, the sonos one speakers the play five and everything was then brought up to date on the on the new s2 sonos app and you know gave it that new felt like a new system it's a bit strange but same system but it felt like everything was refreshed you know and they had right. sonos radio and they're like oh what's that and so it, it got them back in you know that oh we missed our Sonos music system, and then that, I could hear them say that when they started playing music in the in the kitchen because the the speaker had been packed away, and yet here it was back in action with their favorite playlist because it didn't lose anything. It just linked up yeah. with you know back to Spotify, back to Apple Music, your your playlist that you curated already for your family. There they are. Yeah, you know uh, that that reminds me same same situation. Clients uh, unbox their Sonos system. We installed it for them, did that S2 update, and they were so ecstatic to see groups that you could actually learn groups. And so mm -hmm. uh, instead of having to turn on a group one at a time, now you could create a, a group grouping of rooms. Uh, and, and so 
it was just it's just that cool factor of that your gear doesn't get old it doesn't get left behind that initial investment that you might have made three or four years ago is still fresh today as as whenever you bought it and people love that man i love it <laughs> yeah there, there was a, an instance though which was a little bit a little bit hard to stomach for the for the homeowner but they um they'd invested in in motorized blinds for their in their previous home and the one thing about blinds is they're made to measure custom <laughs> they fit one window and one window only um, you might be very lucky and, and be able to move them but we we said to the customer there's no point even trying to like modify them or make them fit in the new property you just got to leave those behind and that was a bit of a um, bitter pill to swallow because of the investment they'd made but fortunately for us they ordered some more <laughs> at, the, at the new property yeah every every shade is is custom built custom designed and the material that was right maybe for one home might not be right for for the other home just you might have different windows facing different different areas and and it is ideal to to get the shades for for each individual home um just there, there's different materials for different purposes in in different applications so yeah that's, that's a that's no fun but you know once you have those shades man <laughs> you always yeah. want to have those shades i love my that, shades that, yeah that that is that is something that we hear as well so if there is that period where they're maybe waiting for their smart home tech to be reinstated in their new house you know in a lot of cases people move house and they say well when we first move in we're we're going to redecorate first of all so hold off on the tvs hold off on the music system hold off on on a, on a few of the nice to haves that they've already invested in because they're going to paint the wall. They're going to wallpaper. They're going to, you know, maybe, you know, have, have some, a little bit alteration of the layout. So they've got that period waiting for the tech to go back in. And when it does go back in, um, I always like not, not listening in, but I can hear them, you know, that they're happy to have their tech back when they, when they have their, their, their pico for their lighting scenes they have their um their tvs up in the kitchen or up in the in the living room and or in the playroom the tv room and, and there's a that little bit of background noise returns to the home it's maybe tvs uh, gaming and it, it's just that familiar background noise you want in your house that um you know little things make it feel like a home yeah Absolutely. Again, we've also taken out lighting systems and repurposed them in, in new homes as well. Just label them, family room, you know, whatever they might be. And the first time I did it where I took it out of one property and put it into another property, it was amazing at how simple it just came back up online. If, you know, of course you have some accessory dimmers or switches that, that might need to be repurposed here and there, but the main dimmers and the main switches will still go in in their place and almost instantly as soon as we started putting those things back in in place the light system started you know coming online it, it was amazing at how simple it was and and how yeah. awe-inspiring it was for the client just on that note if if, if you're doing it as a diy uh, just just check what kind of lights are fitted in your new home it might be that it's got halogen uh, lights which are much higher output than maybe led lighting you had in a 
previous home and you don't want to go blowing up that that dimmer by um, exceeding the, the maximum load on the dimmer so if it's halogens even if it's not smart lighting get those halogen bulbs out you know mm. a, a dozen halogen bulbs is, is as much energy as like your kettle boiling so get those out get in some led lamps which are normally 10 percent of the energy consumption of a, of a halogen bulb and uh, that will protect your your lighting system as well if you're not sure of because um, we've, we've seen we've seen lighting controls fitted you know let's flip on its head they've got lighting control and they they change the lighting fixture they put in a big chandelier they're putting a um something that exceeds the, the properties of of the dimmer it flickers it doesn't come on or it goes pop you know and they say oh that, you know well, no, that's your fault. You screwed up there. You should have had the pro out. You should have, or your electrician should have known better. And they should have checked what the what the output was of the system. So these are things just to look out for. Not everything will hot swap into your new home. Great point, Gamble. And right there, I'm going to shelf this episode 99. And as we always sign off, if you don't know, Find a home tech pro.